Texas. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh is denying new allegations of sexual misconduct, saying they're from the Twilight Zone. The Senate Judiciary Committee said today they are reviewing the new allegations after attorney Michael Evanetti provided a statement from his client to the committee. President Trump also took to Twitter and said Avenetti is a third-rate lawyer who is good at making false accusations like he did on me, and now he's doing it on Judge Brett Kavanaugh. President Trump took aim at China and Iran while chairing a U.N. Security Council meeting on non-proliferation today. I ask all members of the Security Council to work with the United States to ensure the Iranian regime changes its behavior and never acquires a nuclear bomb. The president also said the Syrian regime's butchery is enabled by Russia and Iran. You're listening to USA Radio News. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-591-9426. That's 800-591-9426. 800-591-9426. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. The U.S. has announced a global initiative to combat the growing threat of antibiotic resistance. USA Radio Network's John Clemens reports. The United States has announced a global initiative to combat the growing threat of antibiotic resistance. USA Radio Network's John Clemens has more on the story. Antibiotic resistance has been found in all regions of the world. In the U.S. alone, at least 2 million people get resistance infections every year, and at least 23,000 will die. The CDC has been working with pharmaceutical professionals, government health officials, health insurance companies, and food animal producers to adopt policies that will curtail what is being called one of the greatest threats to public health. I'm John Clemens. Uber has agreed to pay $148 million and take steps to tighten security data after the ride-hailing company failed for a year to notify drivers that hackers had stolen their personal information. You're listening to USA Radio News. Offer now valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 57cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right. No paperwork whatsoever. Your cash can hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow, as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend, regardless of your credit history. Just have a checking account and a regular source of income. Go to 57cash.com and you can get the loan you need now, regardless of your credit. Go to 57cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need. Visit 57cash.com. Type www.57cash.com directly into the address bar. That's 57cash.com. 57cash.com. 
Here's why leading Nevada groups urge no on question three, the electricity deregulation proposal. AARP Nevada opposes three because electricity deregulation has failed terribly in other states. The Nevada Veterans Association opposes three because it would increase electric rates by hundreds of dollars a year. The Sierra Club opposes three because it would shut down plans for major clean energy projects. The professional firefighters of Nevada oppose three because unreliable power supply would threaten lives. And the Nevada Farm Bureau opposes three because it would lock electricity deregulation into Nevada's constitution. Over 40 diverse Nevada groups have endorsed a no on three, the electricity deregulation proposal. But don't just take their word for it. Look into the facts for yourself at noon3.com. Thank you. Paid for by the Coalition to Defeat Question 3. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. Hi, folks. It's Brian Blessing. Football is back, and we're back in Sunset Station at Club Madrid. It's a great place to watch your favorite NFL action on the big screens. We've got the seat upgrade. We've got jersey giveaways, food and drink specials. Chuck Esposito rolls out the red carpet. It's a great day of football each and every Sunday, inviting you to come join us in Club Madrid at Sunset Station. We do Sportbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline from Sunset Station every Friday, weekdays, noon to 2 a.m., 1400 KSHP. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hi, folks. We're going to have a lot of fun on Mondays. It's Brian Blessing here, noon to 2, every Monday in the game at the Sun Coast Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline. Right here, AM 1400 KSHP. But that's just the beginning. We'll be sticking around and in the game, food and drink specials, great prize giveaways for Monday Night Football and every NHL game on TV. In the game, we're calling it Pucks and Pigskins. You're going to love it. A great combo of hockey and football. Monday's in the game at the Suncoast. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources 
directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey folks, how you doing? It's time for Sports Insider Radio. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Brian Blessing. We got you covered. John and Mike about to hop on the line, and we're going to fire away college football, the NFL. We've got the baseball home stretch. The playoffs are right around the corner. Hockey's about to start. Hoops is right around the corner. The Ryder Cup. It doesn't matter. All kinds of fun things and opportunities on the wagering board. Invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com, and the number is 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. As we get the fun underway, and welcome the boys, John from Baltimore and Mike from an exotic location. Hello, fellas. Before we start the show, hey, man, Mike, how you can move to a... Mike, if you can't move to a quiet area, mute us out when you're not talking because the background noise is unbelievable. It's just amplified. Yeah, um, Mike, Mike is, is loud. Mike is in the Caribbean right now meeting a client, and he's calling in from a from a, a Caribbean island. Yeah, that honestly, uh, you're you're right, John. That's not going to work. That's awfully loud. Yeah, that's not going to work, and, Mike. It's just too loud. Yeah. Uh, How about no? Yeah, much Perfect. better. I was, you know, go out, and, go out and stand in the ocean. Exactly. <laughs> well, right now, uh, no, I think was he, he was nice wearing he was wearing a headset. He was wearing a headset. He's good now. Um, well, so let's talk what, about Buffalo. Really nice. Did you get the plus eight fifty on Buffalo? It was, Brian? Ele- it was eleven to one. Oh, it was okay. eleven to one. No, I did not. <laughs> you didn't do it for fun. Just as a I thought about it and I didn't do it. But I will say this: well, last week we did the show. And we talked about that specific game. And throw out who the teams are. There are things that are in play that work year in, year out. In Minnesota, John, they played uh, a five quarters of football against their bitter rivals and had the Rams in the on-deck circle. I guarantee you they were already installing stuff for the Rams game. They weren't even thinking about playing Buffalo. Exactly. Um, and, and Mike and I were, we were, I just actually flew back from that exotic location. We were watching the game. We couldn't fit. Somebody told me if you parlayed Jacksonville on the money line, uh, excuse me, Tennessee on the money line with Buffalo, you would have got a really nice price. And that goes back to laying double digits in the NFL. It's just not a good bet, Brian. It's just not a good bet. Hey, Michael, I got to tell you, pal, I, it's just, it, it, you're, the noise where you are is flat out drowning everybody out so i i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what our prospects are here but uh that, that that's pretty loud where you are well, I mean, there any way you can move I'm to trying. a quiet location mike i'm trying it, okay. give me a minute okay man because it is really loud i mean it's louder than it, it, how how's that for saying something john that something drowned you out <laughs> 
That doesn't happen. Yeah, it's pretty loud. How about now? How about now, guys? Is it better? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit for the moment. We'll give it the old college try, fellas. All right, so, uh, yeah, upsets galore. I think we're still into the mode where we just don't know who these teams are. I think we're still trying to figure out who a lot of teams are in the NFL. And, I mean, I have to agree with that. Um, a lot of this, you know, just like we talked about before, you can't just look at the last game and just assume a team is going to be that bad. There's a lot. A lot of these coaches didn't play anybody in the preseason, so the value is preseason is probably the first two weeks of the season where now the starters are playing. They really don't have their conditioning back because they rarely played any real football since last, you know, end of last year, and now they're really getting into the flow. So now you're going to start seeing the the cream rise to the top with the the few teams that are actually consistent contenders and then there's going to be other teams like nobody expected like with Minnesota I mean they came and laid an egg at home nobody in the world thought that was going to happen and that's NFL for you so if you really just think you could do this on your own and you're listening to the show and you believe you could just handicap week to week last week showed how impossible it is unless you really take this seriously and do it for a living and find those soft numbers week in and week out and then this week john i mean you we talk about what's a different animal the way things are approached in the nfl and i've only honestly seen this now for the last couple of years where you know okay you, you have a game there's a result and you know the odds makers would change a power rating by a point or a point and a half they wouldn't overreact we've seen it now for two we uh, two years now that it's volatile from week to week. I mean, last week Minnesota's laying sixteen and a half uh, to Buffalo. Now Buffalo goes on the road, albeit Rodgers is hobbled, and that thing comes down to ten, ten and a half. If Minnesota would have beat Buffalo, even just normally like a ten, eleven point, uh, twelve point win, this number would have been eighteen this week. Exactly. Mike, the noise is back. Um, I mean, look at Buff. Now Minnesota is playing on Thursday night. They're plus seven. The line hasn't moved against the Rams. The Rams just look unbelievable. And, you know, again, if I'm the general public and we're doing I like kind of like doing the show in reverse because Monday night is the last football game and then we go into uh, the, the show on Wednesday and then we can go back to college. But if I'm the square public guy, here's what I'm doing. I'm laying six and a half with the Patriots. They yep. got to bounce. They got a bounce. Well, the line opened at seven. It's down to six and a half. So I don't know if they got a bounce. I'm I'm taking the Packers minus the nine and a half. Even the line came down from ten and a half to nine and a half because that was an aberration. The Bills shouldn't have been playing that good. And then I'm going to take uh, Jacksonville minus seven and a half, and I'm going to lay over a key number because I'm looking for that bounce. So I think what the public is, they're going to be on those three games in a big way. Um, and I think that you can see a lot of lopsided action on New England, on Green Bay, and on Jacksonville this week, and then possibly even Philadelphia going against Tennessee. The only to play devil's advocate, and and that's the beauty of this. I mean, you know, we're, everybody's not going to agree on all things at all times. This is not easy. Um, the only cautionary tale I would say to that is what we started with is that I don't know still who a lot of these teams are uh, you know what what's the happy medium baltimore demolished buffalo throw it away uh buffalo the guy quit on him at halftime when they were getting killed but in, then josh allen came in 
and they looked good in the second half of the Chargers game, and the kid looked phenomenal. So, I mean, there's the what's the middle ground? They're not as bad as they were against Baltimore. They're certainly as not as great as they looked against Minnesota. And then you go like to Green Bay. Rodgers is on one foot, and now you got to sit and not not only you're trying to figure out who these teams are. Now you the Rams look like Super Bowl winners already. But I mean, then you got to sit and go. Well, who are they playing? I, I I think there's still a lot of question marks for a lot of these teams, guys. Well, I'll be honest with you. Most of the money we've been making has been a lot of in-game trading. For instance, Monday night the line steamed up to um, to uh, 56 in some places on the total. Right. Obviously, it was like a 40-point half. You know me. I didn't even have to text you. I was all in under 28 in the second half. Yep. Because, you, you know, you have to. Now, what I have not been doing, and, and I'll be honest, I'm giving it away here for free. If you have been taking every losing team in the second half, in the NFL, I said it last week, and it was pretty much the same. Last, like Tampa Bay won seventeen nothing in the second half, even though they still lost the game. Again, that is a huge spot if you're not looking to subscribe. And if you can sit there and you can monitor all those games on Saturday and Sunday, and you can take the teams that are down, but don't do it in college. You don't do it in college because college is a, comp- a completely different dynamic. Now, I was just with Mike. I actually came back. I flew back yesterday. Had a you know I, I got to get I got to take care of the kids. Where he is in the Dominican Republic in Santo Domingo. Now the funny thing was we were together Monday night. There's casino. Every hotel has a casino. And just so you're aware, Brian, if you ever go down, every every casino has a sports book. We could not get the game on. You know what they had on instead, Brian? <laughs> Wrestling. Seattle and Boston. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Boston and the Orioles. Right. I'm from Baltimore. Right. I'm in Santo Domingo, and all they got is the Oriole game on. Literally everything in that country, and it goes to show you how when once you leave these borders, even though it's a two-hour flight, literally soccer, soccer, soccer. All the ESPN, it's it's the UEFA Champions Cup, it's Paris Saint Germain, it's France, it's uh, it's 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 Champions League. Like you, it's like football. I asked the guy what's going on. He goes, all they care about is baseball. Yeah, soccer, but they are baseball freaks in the Caribbean. Oh, Mike, you're probably watching soccer right now. Well, it's funny. I was at that sports book last night, and it's much different than in the states. There is no specific counter where people are placing their wagers. Everybody's got a computer that they're logging into, and they're watching the game in real time and in-game betting all game long, the entire game. It was amazing to see, but that's the it's more the innovation of they're sitting in front of a desktop, they get their personal computer, and they're just sitting there banging the game time and time and time again. Well, and it speaks volumes to what the, the industry's all about with technology, John. Uh, the bottom line is you've changed your approach, uh, probably percentage-wise, the amount of plays you do. Uh, I would love to know the difference from 10 years ago where now it's halftime wagers. And it's funny, I... I, I, I I'd be curious because, A, it's technology. B, you know, the minute you think you know everything, you know nothing. I know you and I, since we've known each other, uh, you know how big the the second-half wagers were for me uh, where you can kind of eyeball things and then take a look at math models where algorithms put up a second-half number and you're like, that's just not how this game was being played. So... You know, there are approaches to it. Things, well, yeah, things, and, things and, you know, there are things that have worked 
for many, many years and things you do, you, you know, we all do well that you'll never change, but we all have to be adaptable and in kind of, you know, learn with the, the new offerings and, and be adaptable and have the willingness to listen to others. Correct. And, and you know, to perfect example is one of the key free tips is a lot of times the favorite in the second half on the money line is, is all is they're just trying to get the action on that game. It's, it's not the right side. So they had a number of 28 and it was over, it was over 28 minus 115. Then it went to over 28 minus 120. And so here, you know, you're, you're, the, you're a Joe Q public, you're logging in and they had 40 points or whatever at halftime. And, I'm sitting there going, this is just a fake number. The line should be 21, which it would have covered 21. It was 17 in the second half. I said, it's a fake number. I said, every time, every time Pittsburgh gets the ball, they're going to try to chunk the clock because they have such a big lead. And they still almost lost the game outright. So, you know, if you want to just break that game down for the following weekend, how about they tried to run the clock out and hold the ball for a long time, and they still gave up 17 in the second half. You know, I'm telling you, I'm not impressed with – I'm not impressed with Pittsburgh whatsoever, even though they went on the road and got the win. Well, I mean, the thing is, that's that's what drives you nuts, uh, especially. I mean, at all at all levels, um, when they start playing the clock and in you're you're mauling somebody. Yeah, but how could you take the over in the second half, knowing that a team has a twenty well, that, point lead, and every time they they get the ball, they're going to run it? No, that's absolutely right. That the bigger margin. It would be really intriguing. I mean, I, you know, I'm not this big numbers cruncher, math model guy. But to your point, I, I think it would be intriguing. Uh, you know, someone that did the homework assignment that a lead of 17 or more, say, or 14 or more, that you know, 80 percent of the time the second half goes under, just because the margin's so big that we see teams burn clock and start playing the odds. And, and you know, I I would think situationally that there's probably some numbers that would back that kind of stuff well, up. I'm gonna let I'm gonna give you some numbers to you and Mike. Do you know what? Here we go. Here here it comes, Mike. Wait, here here just, here. This is wait a minute. This is the segment. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the segment of the show, Mike, where John basically says, Brian, do you know what pi times 377 is? All right, so go here, ahead. Here, there is one team that is 5 and 13 against the spread uh-huh. playing out of conference opponents uh-huh. when they're laying double digits or more. You know what team that is? They're 5 and 13 uh, in, since 2012. Uh, Let's see if Mike can guess it. I did not tell Mike before we got on the air. Oklahoma State. I don't <laughs> Who is Alabama, it, Alabama, baby. Alabama. Oh, there Alabama. you go. Well, there you, well, you're taking the public, the I mean, pub, the public I mean, monster. You look at the line. It opened up at 50 and a half. It went right down to 48. I'm telling you, anybody that lays 48, even if they won by 60, shouldn't even be doing this on their own. They must pick up the phone and call. I mean, any, I, I'm, maybe at halftime you can make adjustments, but laying 48, I'm, now, again, they have proven in the last 18 times this has situation has occurred. They have literally, it's their worst percentage play for Alabama in all of their games. 5-13 ATS against the spread when playing out-of-conference uh, opponents and playing what they call cupcake teams. Hey, they um, don't try. and it, Why would you try? Well, I'm looking at sportsinsiderradio.com. 
So you're not in the office yet, right? I mean, we don't have the live. No, I'm in the I'm in the office, and the video, the YouTube video, was yesterday in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, okay. Well, I always like to see it with your 87 bottles of Perrier there, if you want to put the live video on. But I'm looking oh. at you poolside, and and as I look at this, you fit right in there. The one thing I'm just thrilled about is that you have trimmed the beard because I could see you getting that beard stuck in the pool filter the the way that thing used to be. Well, I mean, you know, I I was going to almost get a fake beard that they were using at the Fitzpatrick games. They were all ready to burn their beards after the first half. <laughs> That's too far. They go, burn the beard. But, you know, again, Mike is down there, and it's, in a, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not far. It's close. You know, it's a two-hour Florida. It's a three-hour flight from Atlanta. It's not far, and it's amazing that you see the European wagering culture. Sports wagering is legal. It has been forever. It's not a particular state. It's the entire country. And people, even though you can make the claim it's a third-world country, the, the sensibility when it comes to wagering is much more advanced than we have in the United States. Uh, and I'd be very curious, My, I don't know how long you're going to be down there, but the Ryder Cup uh, is a big deal, and that commences... At a crazy hour. No, it's not a big – I can tell you that much. It's not a big deal here. They, they, I was, that's what I was going to ask you. Will they pay attention to that down there? I mean, literally, if it's not baseball or soccer, no kidding. they don't even know any other sport. Now, I did on Monday night, um, I did catch at ESPN Deportes that had the Monday night football game. But the fact that, like, literally I was at the casino, less than, I'd say, 50% were even paying attention to the game less than 50% of the people. So it just it just shows you the passion they have for baseball and soccer, and like football is just completely second fiddle here. So it is Sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. The number is 800-209-1679. Looking ahead to week four uh, in the NFL. Uh, the, the other thing that comes into play now, boys, uh, injuries and, and big injuries. We know uh, Rodgers has been bouncing around on one leg. Uh, you got Carson Wentz trying to shake off the rust. Andrew Luck shaking off the rust. And then the Niners get the devastating injury to Garoppolo. Uh, again, there, there's a lot of question marks that are out there as we approach week four. Well, you know yeah, what's not but changed? At least, but at least, last, go ahead. For, la- for the last decade, what hasn't changed is the Ravens are three against Steelers. That doesn't that was, that was change. Yeah, that does not change. Uh, that, that That is a big deal, and, and uh, it'll be a high-handle game. It's always, John, uh, one of the biggest high-handle uh, games, and for a reason. It's not. It's a standalone game, uh, and you know, public teams certainly drive that. But when you get a game sitting here, this is what we've seen in the past. Last year it wasn't. It was like the first time in forever it wasn't. But basically, that was the number that the odds makers would put up in their sleep, make the home team, Pittsburgh and Baltimore three, and it's a it's a bookmaker's dream, right? I mean, you got people just fired well, away on both sides. You do, but see, the thing is, I'm looking at the money. I'm looking at the money line, not the actual game, and it, meaning the the money line with the spread. So most places have it minus three, opened at minus fifteen. Now it's minus three, minus twenty because they don't want to come off. Three, but the, what they're doing is it's like a, it, they're making it look like there's that the Pittsburgh is the side. I'm telling you, I don't think Pittsburgh's the side. I'm not being a Raven fan. I'm no, very I... rarely cheer for, but I'm just saying, like they 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 let, literally they won. If you didn't watch that game on Monday, you would have saw oh they won by three, not they almost lost the game. I would blindly, uh, almost blindly, that's a bad way to say, it, but this that in this series 
And Mike, I you know, I know you're a big big Ravens guy, but the bottom line is in this series, I'm always taking the points. That's that's just the way these two teams get after it. Yeah, I mean, you always I mean, the starting point is to look to take the points. Yeah, and I mean, specifically with the Ravens, the way that they're playing um, this year, opposed to other years, they keep the games close. Um, I think they're the style versus Pittsburgh this year. Pittsburgh's defense is lackluster. They're not stopping anybody. And the Ravens actually have an offense that could put up points this year. It's it's all about, we have a lot of injuries as well. Losing Mosley is a huge piece to our defense. It's not even that it's talent which is huge, it's his leadership. And right now, without him, uh, our defense has given up a lot of big chunk of yards, but the Steelers are very unpredictable. They're, they have the, one of the best offensive groups out there, even without Bell, but then some games, Ben just makes terrible mistakes. So if we can get to him early and just actually get in his face and just rattle him and hit him and just pressure him early in the game, that's when it starts to turn and, and the Ravens have a good shot. I mean, like, like you said, getting the points, that's what I would do in any matchup versus a Steelers-Ravens game any and, year. And, and let me ask you, and, this and just, so you I was just going to ask you, John, on, on this game specifically, real quick. The total was 48-and-a-half. And people, so, what yeah. have you seen last? And that total so goes well, up here, to – well, wait, 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 let me finish. People, so let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Right. The total is 48-and-a-half, and it goes up to 51. Now – this is what well, people, I can tell you why. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you why. Well, yeah. it's because what people saw last, and that's right that's the, that's the Steelers' secondaries a dog's breakfast. No, well, hold on, in Baltimore, no. hold on. Let me let me give me a shot at it. And and, and and I'm just telling you, these two teams know each other. They hate each other, and familiarity breeds why, contempt. And I'd be playing the under all day long in this game. The reason why is on December 10th, 27. Uh, the last time they played. The, final, the score in December 10th of last year was 39 Steelers, 38 Ravens. You're talking about almost 80 points in an in a, in a NFL game. Currently, Pittsburgh is 3-0 and in the last three in this series. So, but they didn't, that's 3-0. and That's not 3-0 and against the spread. So, the last time they played, they were three Steelers. They won the game by one. Ravens covered the spread. So, again, and the game flew over. So people, what they do is they literally do what I just did while I was talking to you. They go on to Google, and they Google Ravens-Steeler rivalry. Current win streak, Pittsburgh, three in a row. Last meeting, 39-38 Steelers. And they say, ah, they're not so excited to play the dog with the Ravens on the road. And they go and they pump up the total. That's your answer. I, I I can't believe for the life of me that just because I mean that was a game at the end of last year blah blah blah. People don't throw uh, out the last game, you know that. Uh, well, I know. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I, I no, I I get that. Uh, it's 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 the low hanging fruit that they the Pittsburgh's defense, the secondary right now is not tackling. But uh, believe me, the way the Ravens D from an intensity level, uh, how they're going to play this week to last week, how Pittsburgh's D, you know, that's the other thing, the Pittsburgh-Tampa thing, that's an out-of-conference game. There's no familiarity. There's no passion. There's no hate. And a division game, division games mean more. They just do. Uh, and, and this total steaming up. And I, I mean, honestly, I, that would be one I'd be running the other way. I'd be going against that move all day long, Mike. I don't know what you think. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we're both on the same page with this one. I, I completely agree with taking the points and just and just riding it out. But let me just bring something up. You know what? We're talking about teams still sleeping, not knowing their identity. I don't think Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are sleeping right now. I mean, that guy is insane. Have you been watching? Did you oh, watch all three of his games so far, bro? Uh, it's crazy. I mean, no, I mean, they, they stretch the field. They got a running game. Their defense has been an atrocity. They got to fix that. But I think, I think to your point, What's very intriguing that we've talked for a decade now about there are seven, eight really good quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, high-end, elite quarterbacks, and then there's, you know, serviceable guys, and then just a lot of bad quarterbacks. At long last, young quarterbacks are coming in this league, and specifically, you can look at Mahomes, Goff, Wentz. The young guys guys are finally making an impact. This is Trap City. This is Trap City. Here's why it's Trap City. Ravens send Denver home with their tail between their legs. Denver's on Monday Night Football against Kansas City, getting five and a half. Trap City. I'll tell you right now, Denver wins the game outright or loses the game by three, because that's what the public is going to look at. They're going to do exactly what they're not supposed to do. So when you talk about value, yeah, maybe if you were laying three on the road, but now even if you want to lay the money line, you've got to lay 220. It's a perfect spot for the same reason Buffalo won. Look, if we could see Buffalo do what they did last week, we could see Jacksonville do what they did last week. Anything is possible. So to say Denver's going to win this game outright, it's a good possibility and there's value on the money line. And it is. And, 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 you've, and you've got history backing you up. You've got uh, you know, Kansas City coming out of the gate with this crazed offense. They did the same thing last year. Kareem Hunt came out of the gate. They were running away and hiding from people. Then all of a sudden they hit a wall. Mike, you like to, to John's point, uh, you're going on the road Monday, uh, you know, a night game under the lights, playing a division opponent, and then the following week you've got Jacksonville. Then you're at New England. Then you've got Cincinnati. Then you've got Denver again. Uh, all of a sudden, this Kansas City thing that looks like unicorns and rainbows right now could be a completely different story in a month. Well, yeah, and I mean, I didn't finish my point. I was just putting it up to the, it's more of the public opinion, that public service announcement. Patrick Mahomes is great. He takes the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what the public is going to do. But why are they four and a half? So on the road, I mean, if they're that good, they should be six or seven. Um, so the value is Denver like any other team, they played Kansas City. They know their style. They play them twice a year, every year. It's a perfect spot for them at home, huge game, to be able to shut them up. And it's not like Kansas City is stopping anybody. And we all know with these rookie quarterbacks, no matter which one it is, year after year, even the good ones eventually come down to earth a couple games. Once now the, the coaching staff have three, four weeks you know, at this point, three weeks to prepare and find out what he can't do. And then when they find out what he can't do, they're going to stop that. And if he needs to purposely overcome those objectives of being able to produce when the defense is going to take away the things that he can do. John, let me throw the dart back at you, pal, because you're usually really good and you generally have this at your fingertips. Do you have through three weeks at your fingertips the numbers? Over-unders? Uh, no, I can tell you. I have the whole – they don't do, – the program I use, which I'm not going to divulge on the air, gives me the entire season 
and I can give that to you in a very short. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm asking. One thing. I want to talk about MLB real quick. Okay. Um, and, and why I'm looking at this: Oakland, Milwaukee, St. Louis, Colorado, and the Cubs. They're basically the only teams that really care and need to play. So I was talking to my my line maker here at the office this morning. I said, you know, maybe I'll, it sickens me, but I can't lay three twenty. Maybe I'll play the Orioles for just like, hey, why not? You know, because. Boston doesn't really need the game. There's a doubleheader today with the Orioles. And uh, I'm looking at the game right now. They're already losing 5-3 in the fourth inning. You know, no matter what I do with the Orioles, I just got to tell you, it's like some things are a lost cause. So <laughs> it, 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 it is absolutely amazing to me um, that people – will play games that don't matter like right now like in, in the MLB you got to pick your spots and you got to play the games that matter because if they don't matter then you just take the dog or you don't play the game at all well yeah, yeah I agree uh, what I would say uh, maybe though there are some opportunities I agree with you a team like Boston going against Baltimore they know they're playing in the play they could care less uh, I, w- I would say that two teams that are hopelessly out of it, I think you're getting a game. You know what I mean? I mean, they are who they are. But I agree with you, a team that's, uh, you know, at this last five, six games of the year, they've got to be resting, guys. Yeah, you're you're throwing darts. Right. I'm, now, I'm looking at some interesting spread stats you guys probably don't even realize. Um, right now, against the spread in the NFL, in the NFL season to date, um, the Dogs are 26-21 and one, so the dogs are. They have a margin of five games, right? Yeah. What's the over under? Where's the where? Wait, wait. Where's the margin? Home dogs are nine and four. Home dogs are nine and four. Guess what? Parity. The the away dogs are seventeen, seventeen and one. So the only value you've been getting on dogs right now is the home dog early in the season. And if you've been playing dogs on the road and you're just a dog better or you're just a favorite better. You're you're literally you're seventeen seventeen and one, and I go back to that fifty percent number because no matter when I look, usually it's fifty percent, which goes to show you you can't be all dog, you can't be all favorite because if you're going to do that, basically you're going to put yourself in a bad spot. With the actual totals, um, let me look here and see if I got the over and unders. Um, I don't see it right now. Okay. I don't know why they don't have it up, but they don't have it up. Right. Oh, 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 here we go. Non-overtime games. 22 overs, 23 unders. So I'm going to repeat that. that was going to be... 22 overs, 23 unders. So that that was... Thank you for finding it. That was going to be my question. We're making all this, all these talks and about... all the, the overtime games are over. 3-0 and on the over. All the talk has been about the roughing the passer... Uh, and then the helmet shots and the tackling is bad, but the odds makers have made the adjustments. So even if like Dallas can't score in the red zone, Jacksonville, Tennessee teams like that, they're not you know they're week to week. Uh, Tennessee's going to be a dead under team. Uh, so there are going to be those teams that are just going to struggle to produce points. But when you watch some of these ridiculous games, and uh, Mike mentioned the Chiefs and the way the Rams are going. And you would think it would be skewed to the over here out of the gate, and it's just not the case because the odds makers are no dummies. They've made these adjustments, and you can see it on the board. For the most part, the totals have been shaded up appropriately. 
Oh, absolutely. And you, you're not going to get a free lunch. You might find now you will get a free lunch, I think, in the, the fact that they don't adjust as much in the second half. Um, but, again, you're talking about 22 and 23 and then 17 and 17. And, again, the only value, back to the value on the spread, 9 and 4. And then you go back to that Denver game, you get a nice spot with another home team dog on Monday night football. But, again, those numbers can change because you'll have a whole Sunday that was completed. But, real quick, I've got to give this to you. Favorites right now in college football. You ready? Go for it. 142 and 144 <laughs> and six pushes on the closing number. We're talking about, oh, I'm a dog better. I love the dogs. Well, great. You got a two-game edge. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, you just those numbers are, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, Mike, I'll just say this. When I first moved out here in 2005, and the whole premise when I thought I'd move out to Vegas and went to LVSC and was over with Kenny White, and it was like, how many times would you be sitting at a house party and the line on the game was nine, and it's a 16-point lead, and they get a pick six with 40 seconds to go, and the game falls nine, and everybody looks at themselves in the house party and goes, how do they do it? And that was the whole premise of coming here to say, A, who are they? How do they do it? And it's unbelievable that the odds makers do an incredible job making these adjustments, and it's all about generating two-way action, but they are, for the most part, spot on at the end of the day because that those numbers, John, that's the report card. That's what they want, not in week three. That's what they want at the end of the year, that kind of number. I'll give you an even better stat. Your totals, and then I'll let Mike talk. The totals right now have a 20-game edge to the over in college football. So you're 152 overs and 132 unders. I'm going to repeat that, 152 overs and 132 unders. Now here's what happens. Somebody will, Let's say somebody played every one of those games. They would say, I'm up 20 games. At 110 no. Vegas, <laughs> not you're not with getting Wait, if 110 Vig, you made $680 if you risked 110 on over almost on almost 300 games, 284 games. So you got a 20 game edge, but you're winning 15 2 on the 152 games, and you're losing 14 5 20 on the losses. This is why. Betting the same amount on every game is a losing man's proposition. I always say, just like each stock has a different price, each game has a different value. And, you know, again, looking at a record that's so great up 20 games is really deceiving, and that gets bigger, and there's more juice created as the season goes. We're only in week three of football. All right, Mike. Now, Mike, those numbers, uh, what John just rattled off, you know, and we always say, you know, simple mantras, don't go overboard with what you last saw and the other thing is just because it's the game on tv doesn't mean you have to bet the game that's on tv this is not easy so he's sitting there throwing out 285 games in college football and there's a one game margin uh you know yeah the bottom line is that that's why you want to go and it may be a sunbelt game or a mac game or a smaller conference game or a mountain west team playing a sunbelt team that's the more games, the more offerings that are out there, the better your chances are. But people don't want to take the time to look at the smaller games. No, they never do because they're they're used to getting those marquee matchups. 
They want to watch the game. They want to watch the Alabamas of the world, the SEC, the big conferences, because it's the excitement factor that they could actually watch their play on TV versus somebody that has no emotion, that's simply doing this to make a profit and understand the long term and just putting in effort every single week to find those soft spots on the schedule. Like you said, there's 60 games on the board. That means there's going to be a lot of numbers that are going to be off on those conferences that we don't see on TV that aren't in the main you know, limelight. And that's where you can find a lot of good value. It's Sports Insider Radio inviting you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. Number to call 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. Sportsinsiderradio.com. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to dive into college football. A lot more on the docket as we head towards the top of the hour on Sports Insider Radio. johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. Hi, folks. We're going to have a lot of fun on Mondays. It's Brian Blessing here, noon to 2, every Monday in the game of the Sun Coast Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline, right here, AM 1400 KSHB. But that's just the beginning. We'll be sticking around, and in the game, food and drink specials, great prize giveaways for Monday Night Football and every NHL game on TV. In the game, we're calling it Pucks and Pigskins. You're going to love it. A great combo of hockey and football, Mondays in the game at the Sun Coast. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. Third period.
All right, folks, welcome back. Sports Insider Radio. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. John and Mike joining us today. Mike in an exotic, faraway land. And, John, you're back and you're ready to rock and roll here heading into another busy weekend. Well, exactly. Let me say, let's not forget, he's, he's, in, a, he's in a place – that's soccer-centric, uh, right? I have sources all over the world. We're meeting. He's dealing with a group down there. I have a, a group in, in, in Europe, in southern Europe. Listen, uh, we already cashed the first ticket for, for the day. This is not about bragging, Brian, but this is about truly about saying be global, not local. Now I'm going to try my best, but I'm sure you were watching that Germany Bundesliga game with Bayer Leverkusen against Fortuna <laughs> Dusseldorf, right? Because I just got an alert on my phone that I just cashed that ticket uh, two to one to change a change. You should be paid extra for pronouncing that so well. Right, and the Spanish league, the Ital- Italia Serie A, this guy that I, I deal with a group, they're located, uh, you know, across the pond. I'm not going to give the country out, then people will try to figure out who it is and contact them directly. If you're listening to this on a recorded, if you're listening to this live, if you're listening to this recorded, you know when I know talking about offerings, the offerings at certain places in Vegas, they have everything. They have the full menu of all the sports. There's no reason why you shouldn't be global and only be local and only be worried about what we call the big three. Um, and, in, and, and because, again, the reality is I don't care about this game. My guy called me, said, make a move on Leverkusen. And I made the move on Leverkusen, and they, they got the cash. <laughs> he also had a play earlier I missed in Helsinki, Finland, because I was too busy getting ready to do the show. But the point is the opportunities literally from Europe all the way to Japan, Australia, South Korea, and the China Super League. They lit- Brian, you can literally be trading this stuff 24-7. And Mike knows better because the minute he looks up, all he sees is soccer. That's your thing, Michael. Now, it is. It always will be. But you know what? Uh, of late, uh, I'm just college football has been a craze of mine. I've, I've always been a huge college fan, but just finding – the second half trading in college football has been so profitable because a lot of these teams that play these, you know, they play these subpar teams in their top 25 teams, I won't take them for the game. I want them to be down at halftime. I want them to be tied at halftime if it's a huge spread on the favorite. So I want them to be down because what happens is the good teams always bounce because obviously just the better talent rises and they win the game outright, but they never cover the line. But most of the time, they cover the second half. But you can't just do that blatantly waking up Saturday morning and just trying to play an individual play. You have to actually monitor all the games and find the areas on the schedule where you can take advantage of during the day. And, and that takes time, it takes effort, it takes skill, and it's all a math model that John and myself utilize every single Saturday and that's how we make most of the bulk of our money. It's not just by betting it and forgetting it. It's about monitoring because we might not even have a play most of the day and then have five halftime plays. It's just it's unpredictable because we're just looking for the right number. That's a great point. And you've talked hey, about hey. – go ahead, John. Go ahead. 
No, I mean, the line makers are sharp. When we go back to, you remember, let's stick with that on our head. Favorites are 142 and 144 and 6 in college football. If you're bragging to me and you're saying, oh, you know, I won this game, uh, what was the game they won? 50, uh, 56 nothing. Um, you know, Ohio State against Rutgers on these teams. Those games, for them, they're going to all equal out. You're going to lay a big number with Georgia. You're going to lay um, these crazy numbers. Trust me, they're going to come back and they're going to bounce and bite you. You have to look at the second half and be willing to do that little extra work. Look, well, to Mike's point, I did a mush move. You know, I take full responsibility for my wins and my losses. I, I did the mush, the mush second half play on Saturday. I'm st- and I, I'm not emotional. You guys know I don't really get upset. It's like on to the next game, right? I took Alabama in the second half because the number I thought was a good number. And they were winning, and I should have known better to lay off a college team that's winning at half because A&M obviously covered the second half. Alabama won the second half 14-10. to 10. They could have easily blew them out, and they didn't. They had restraint. So what I think you're going to start seeing with teams like Alabama, and that's why the line came down, is these teams, they're not, you know, they know they're going to win. They know they're laying 48. They know they're going to win. The question is, is the other team so bad that they can't slow it down enough to not cover? I mean, really, and if you wait till halftime instead of even playing a game like Alabama at all, you just wait. I mean, if I was going to lay the number in Alabama, Brian, I would lay it in the first half. And the thing is, on a Saturday, I mean, this is breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's morning, noon, and night, and you guys are manning the war room and uh, keeping tabs on all this stuff. I mean, that's what you have to do. And look, you got to do it. You know, Texas, you look at all these teams, and like I said, you look at these big numbers, and people, again, they're your favorite word. They like to hyper-focus on the top 25. (laughs) I'm going to say it one more time for you, Brian. They like to (laughs) hyper-focus on the top 25. But, again, when you look at this week's games, Brian, what are the biggest line moves this week? Buffalo against Army. Your Buffalo against Army. Steamed up from six to seven and a half. That game's in play. And you want to give us your uh, breakdown on that game since you're a Buffalo native? Uh, And I will tell you this. That number was up to nine at one point. Uh, listen, Buffalo is 4-0. And they're actually in the discussion now with UCF and South Florida. Uh, you got to be careful that they don't start reading their press clippings. You know, do you realize they're the only, I think they're the only team in college football uh, through four games? They've not allowed a sack. Uh, they're doing a lot of good things. But Army's coming in. And listen, so now all of a sudden, hey, life is rosy. Here you got one week to prepare for that offense. Yeah, Oklahoma sure struggled with it. And the one gray area is, yeah, teams are, are prone to, you know, peaks and valleys and letdowns. Uh, Mike, would you agree with this? I, I think we've talked about this over the years. I know Kenny and I had talked about this a lot. And that's the one thing is kids are prone to letdowns. Generally, the military schools, the letdowns are the, are the look-aheads of the letdowns when their Army's going to play Navy the week before or the week after. But for the most part, the military academy – these kids are so disciplined, I think they're less prone to letdowns than virtually every other school's. But they're definitely not going to be partying the night before. They're not going to be out till 3 o'clock in the morning at the club. That, is, that I can assure you. And they're going to be prepared. Uh, but at the end of the day, these service academies, we know that they're not the most talented teams with recruits. So you're not going to get that angle with talent alone. Their discipline is going to keep them in games, but... Um, you know, that was a good spot for Army last week. We're taking Oklahoma to overtime. Uh, so, but 
them now traveling, I don't think they're going to try to look ahead because obviously it's a team that they're going to struggle with. But with Buffalo, they're going to have to take them seriously. They're going to have to take Wait, them listen, seriously. Listen, real quick, real quick. I got an alert for everybody. Uh-oh. In, in Italia Serie A, we just won the second soccer game, Lazio 2 against Udinese 1. That's it. We're now 2-0 in soccer. So if you're listening to this and you're not global and you're only local, that's the point, Brian. You're How? starting your day at a disadvantage. Because if I had a bad day today in baseball, I, I'm, I'm, the worst I'm going to do is give back some losses for my soccer. How did you get so – you're pretty good – with the accents, that's actually pretty well, good. Well, I was just in the Dominican Republic speaking Spanish for the last week, and I did take it in school, and then you get back the flavor of it, so it's not that easy. But the point is, <laughs> the average person that I texted in Nebraska today and said, we got to move on Lazio and Germany, they were like, what are you talking about? So, but, but again, money is green. It all spends the same, and the only answer to not play these sports is if they don't offer them. And again, like I said, you know, I think Mike needs to start uh, pulling people off the street and offering these soccer games to him because everyone there would be interested. Mike, I would say this: uh, with all this football talk, and it's great, but you got the final couple of games, and we said there are, you know, there may be some buyer beware things. But the playoffs are right around the corner, and if you had a great baseball season, why would you forget about baseball uh, when the games really matter? Well, you're not in October. It's it's, it's a great time of the year where. Now it comes down to pitching, where now it matters because these pitchers that are going to be in the seventh, eighth inning, they're going to leave them in there because they know they're not running a huge, you know, marathon race anymore. They've got there. So every game is important. So it's a much different element. You can't just do the same thing what you were doing for the capping or what you were betting on a team early in the season or right now. Once the playoffs start, it's a completely different animal because. If it's going to start being an elimination game, they're going to start throwing pitchers in there that are starters to pitch in any other two. So it's a whole different dynamic, which we, we love to do and we love to follow. We're going to pass this year just like we do every other year. John, when are you coming back to Vegas, bud? Uh, I'm going to let you know in the next couple of weeks. Like I said, I just had this little mini trip. We had somebody that requested to meet us in person. And then, you know, Mike doesn't have the um, the parental issues that I have, so he's able to enjoy the sun. But I will say this. Um, you know, what, one of the advantages of being in that side of the world versus your side, it's the same time, so we're just, you know, we don't have, there's no uh, jet lag. But I'll be out there in the next three, four weeks, I'm sure. But I will say this. Um, have you noticed yourself more excitement? And I know we're going to be wrapping it up in a minute for um, – the fact that hockey is starting. Oh, it's you have, you have the, no idea. You have no idea. I mean, no, from a betting point of view. We, I mean, yeah, no, um, I, no. I mean, I've, I've never seen this before. This has been going on now for two weeks, over two and a half weeks. Just take uh, the over in every you know, in every preseason game. But the but the preseason yeah. hockey games were never ever on the board before, ever, ever. Right. And everyone is on the board with sides, puck lines, totals. This city is on its ear over hockey, and it's now a much more educated fan base, and people are stepping up to the window and betting hockey. But I'm going to say it one more time. Florida yesterday, plus 170, winner. Capitals, plus 180, winner. Carolina Hurricanes, plus 220, winner. Detroit Red Wings, plus 140, winner. You only had two favorites yesterday that covered. Two favorites. So, again, what I said last week still remains... 
the dog side is the right side in, 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 in messing around scrimmage games. And anybody that's going to lay $220 on Nashville, in, in, uh, in, uh, they need to call you when the hockey starts. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Uh, Michael, enjoy the sun, bud. Yep. Have a good one, guys. All right. Talk and, John, soon. we'll talk soon. Check it out. SportsInsiderRadio.com. 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com. The Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.